Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that fell from space and landed on your listening devices. Oh, God. <laughs> on today's episode is the Constellation Hassa. Hi. I am the supernova himself, Chris. You're a supernova? I'm a supernova. I had to go with the star themes. We are still going on with our fantasy-themed month, and it only took the fourth movie along to not have a dragon, but the first to have a unicorn. That's true. So keep an eye to the heavens for those shooting stars and watch out for those lightning-catching pirates Pirates, as we recast Stardust. Yeah. So I like this movie. Neil Gaiman Stardust? Neil Gaiman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie came out August 10th, 2007, so it's kind of getting close to our 10-year mark. It's 13 years old. That's close. Yeah, it's close, yeah. but not off. Uh, has a Rotten Tomato score of 76 for critics and 86 for audiences, which is a pretty big gap, actually. 10%? Yeah. I think audience like it better than... Because it's more of a action-y hmm. fantasy... I don't know. Uh, did you... How many times have you seen this? I've watched this a few times. I remember watching this quite a bit when it came out. Mm-hmm, me too. And then I haven't watched it in like five or six years. Yeah. And then, yeah, this was probably the first time in a while that I've gone back and rewatched it and noticed Daredevil fighting Superman. Yes. <laughs> but only in one scene. With Catwoman somewhere in the background. <laughs> Yes. There were a lot of superheroes in this movie. That's just three. Uh, there was a bunch. The younger, the actor that played the father, the young one. Yeah, was Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes, who's yeah. in The Punisher. Not a superhero. Still superhero movie, franchise, <laughs> yes. TV show. Yeah. Technically, Robert De Niro was in The Joker. Yes, he was. <laughs> Anything else? I think there was a couple others. I can't quite remember, though. Uh, the the goat man was played by Ron Weasley. That is true. <laughs> Not Ron. Um, His Arthur. father. Arthur. Arthur, Arthur Weasley. Weasley. <laughs> when did that happen? I'm like, that's Arthur Weasley. <laughs> I did not know he was in this. <laughs> yep. um, Mark Strong. Shazam. And Sinestro. And Sinestro. Uh, Shazam. <laughs> Do we not talk about Green Lantern? <laughs> we don't talk about Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds says we don't talk about Green Lantern. <laughs> he shot himself so that he didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, anyways, enough of that. <laughs> yeah. So, this this movie is the... like I remember watching this movie back in probably 2008, 2009, because I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it on DVD. Um, but this was the movie that introduced me to Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Like, this was the one that was like, oh, this writer, and I looked him up, and I, I've listened to this, this book. It's very, very mm. similar. Um, to be honest, I don't remember it too, too well, but... We didn't we didn't bring our resident book reader in. No. Because she's too busy reading next week's. Yeah. Um, but it did lead me to reading some of his other books, like American Gods and stuff like that, so... Which is a really, really... American Gods is an incredibly good book. The show is good, not as good as the book. If you want to watch the show, there's a lot of male nudity in it. I was just going to say, because I just had this conversation with somebody else not that long ago. Let's be honest, the books are almost always better. Yeah, most of the time. You're hard-pressed to find one where the movie is better than the book. They just Because they always have more space to do stuff. Yes, and right? it's more up to your imagination and yeah. how you see it. Because it's the same with, because um, I'm currently watching His Dark Material, right? It's the same with that. I really enjoy the show, but I'm like, this makes me want to read the book. And then I'm like, I don't want to read the book because then I'm going to be like, oh, they didn't do this and they didn't do that. And I didn't like that book series. Uh, I only got like three or four chapters into the first book. And I'm like, this is not good. I didn't like it. Get out. My house. Yeah, well, I'm allowed out. to not like books. Get out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, so this, this movie I really, really enjoy. I have a blast watching this every time. Like it's not as, so this is the, how I always compare it to people when they ask me about it. Like it's not as good, but this is kind of like a modern princess bride. Yeah, very close. It's, it's kind of got that same kind of like fantasy real world, like mix mash that's swashbuckling and fun. Mm-hmm. And like Charlie Cox is very, very charming in this and. You know, but this, so this is a good, I mean, in terms of our fantasy, because we've done 
three other fantasy films this month. Mm-hmm. We've done Dragonheart, Dragon Slayer. And The NeverEnding Story. And The NeverEnding Story. This is the first one that combined more fantasy with other elements. Because I would say the, like, the Lightning Catchers is very steampunk. Oh, yeah. And like the way they, they dress, they all have the goggles and everything, mm-hmm. and they're catching lightning. And Yeah, ever since I saw this movie, I've always wanted, like, mm-hmm. I would love this to be like some open world video game. Yeah. I'd love to explore this world. I think it's awesome. I think the way that looks, like, the witch's castle looks mm-hmm. so cool on the inside. Like, and I was trying to figure out if, because it almost looked like they built it into the meteor crate. Yeah. So yeah. I was trying to figure out if that was part of it or that was just the design of it. But yeah. And her weapons. I love the glass weapons. Like I love his sword. Yeah. Like when he goes up against Henry Cavill. <laughs> just pulls it out. <laughs> pulls it out. Yeah. <laughs> Come it's on. Like, oh, Come on, Humphrey. <laughs> it's... It's a. I don't even know what type of weapon it was. I was gonna look it up and I did. It's, it's but kind it's not, of it's kind of cutlassy, but thicker. It's thicker. It's almost like a big butcher's knife, but yeah, like it's just it's really cool and it's that silvery. Mm-hmm. And I, I love I love his outfit that he gets from Shakespeare. <laughs> that that awesome white coat and. Can we talk about how his hair grew? <laughs> I love it that. It's like cutting his hair. Yeah. <laughs> and he the look on his face is confusion. Yeah. It's like the hell is happening? What's going on? Yeah. It's so well done. And again, like with with Robert De Niro oh. playing this super tough pirate who's super feminine and likes cross dressing and I, I will admit this, he did an amazing job in this role. Oh yeah. And the one thing I always loved about it was his crew. <laughs> they knew the whole time and they don't care. They like him because he's a good captain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We knew. <laughs> yeah. We always knew. Yeah. <laughs> okay back to work (laughs) back to work yeah i love that like it's awesome i like the fact that it it even with that though it's a fact it's like here's my nephew and everyone's like yeah and his his little side his little like first mate was just shaking his head like like, come on this isn't even (laughs) subtle stop trying (laughs) we know we know we know yeah so i really enjoy that i really enjoy um Charlie Cox's Tristan Thorne Thorps Thorpe Thorn. Thorn 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 um, his transition when he finally figures out that he doesn't want Victoria anymore because mm-hmm. he's when he's getting his hair cut he yeah. says why would you want to be anybody but yourself and Yvonne Yvonne I always get her name Yvonne says yeah why would you ever want to do that yeah and then he thinks and he goes like oh yeah right but I also like the fact that she says to him you know you're going through all this for her like, mm-hmm. what is she doing for you to prove your love? Yeah. But, like, I, I like the fact that he figures it out before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, a last minute. Like, he doesn't, like, walk oh, up to no. Victoria and be, and have, you know, still thinking, I'm going to go stay with her and then realize at the last second that I want to be with Yvonne. He realizes mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. And he's right? like, I'm going to go. Yeah. And then come back. I do love the gatekeeper. When Grandpa everyone. Joe? Yeah. It's is Grandpa that, Joe. Is it? Yeah, Grandpa Joe oh. from the new Charlie oh, and yeah. Chocolate Factory. The Charlie Depp one. I love the fact that he's just like, nope, I've been doing this for 80 years. I give up. There's <laughs> things on the other side. <laughs> and he's just like, what? Because he saw the, the witch completely yeah. kill another witch. Like, oh. And shall we talk about Michelle Pfeiffer? Ah, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. She's so good. She's so good. I love her so much. She's the. <laughs> she's just so charming and like evil in this. Like she plays it so well. Yes. Um, like I like when she first when she first eats the the star and she, you know, looking at herself in the mirror and then like takes her coat off yeah. and her sister's like, oh, <laughs> she's checking herself out. Like, yeah. yeah. No, this is this is a good body. No. And like when she's fighting Tristan at the end, and she's like breaking the mirrors in her own hall mm-hmm. and she's just standing there like slowly going mm-hmm. forward like it's just it's really really well done and well staged i really like the fight scene between thorn between tristan and septimus when he's dead like it's such a like when he's like dead and his ghost is like what what's going I'm on not, i'm not doing it <laughs> like yeah like i like mm-hmm. that because like it's such a unique mm-hmm. fight scene because you, you have this incredibly flexible dead body that you can just do whatever you want yeah. with right so i thought it was really really well done i like that i i don't know how much i like the end where he's just the king 
No, I, I don't mind like him being the king. I don't know if I like the end where it's just like, I shine, and then I blow the witch away. Oh, yeah. I was like, you could come up with something a little stronger. Because it just, it, it seemed like a weird kind of ending to me. Well, it's basically like most <laughs> fantasy things where it's love yeah. that wins the day, right? Because uh. that's why she shines. It's because she's so in love. Uh. So, when when he was like hiding her mm-hmm. in the bushes, and she's kind of glowing a bit, and mm-hmm. he's talking to her, and I look, I looked at Danielle, and I'm like, you know how how useful that that would be if women just glowed when they when they liked you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be useful? Yes. Like, yes, it if you, would. If you, well, you know, you're talking to a girl and you're like, oh, I wonder Sorry, if so. she likes me or what doesn't like me. It's like, <laughs> oh, she's blowing. She likes me. <laughs> and then 10 years into the relationship, you're in the middle of the night. Stop glowing. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so many stars die. <laughs> oh. well, you just move into a different room. True. Yeah. True enough. But I, I like I like how the how it ends with with them becoming a king and queen and mm-hmm. and not living forever. Oh, like they just lives they, they watch their grandkids grow up and then they decide to go back into the stars and they both go back to the stars together. I like it. So yeah, no, it's a good way to end it. Mm-hmm. And I I always liked the names of the sons. Right. Primus Septus. Yeah, it's one. Septimus. It's it's one two three four five six yeah. seven. Right. Secundus. Yeah. So, yeah. I always like that. And Mark Strong does such a good job being this over-the-top villainous. Mark Strong's always a great villain. <laughs> yeah. But um, I really enjoy the ghosts. I kind of want, and in mine, I kind of want them to be more in the background. And you're just like, oh, there they are. Yeah. And just doing, like, stupid things. And the one horny one who's trying, who's watching Tristan and Yvain have sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can maybe leave that part out, but... <laughs> But then there's the whole blue blo- blue blood. That was hard to say. Yeah. Which, you're like... I'm, I'm guessing that was just to get a PG-13 rating. It was, and but at the same time, you're like, okay, yeah, it's PG. And then you're like, holy crap, if that was red? Jeez, this is a gory scene. Yeah, because there was a lot of blue. So that's probably why. Yeah, I would assume so, anyway. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything you're changing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. All right. Changes. First of all. It's modern times. <laughs> yes. Modern times. It's in Texas. It's... No. It's in Texas. <laughs> yeah. No. My biggest change for this is I'm going the Studio Ghibli route. You're this animating is, it. This is animated to me. Oh, okay. And I do have a pretty high-end cast, I will still say, for it. It happens sometimes. Yeah. But this is one that I think would benefit well from having that. And I say Studio Ghibli and Miyazaki films because he does that really well, right? Where he has like the mundane and then the fantastical. Yeah. Mostly flying machines. Mostly flying machines. He likes his flying machines. He really does. And this has one, so. Yes, it does. So I'd, I'd love to see it in that style. Like, I think this would benefit really well. Mm-hmm. Just in in the craziness of everything that's going on and then just making the characters the way you want them to be. So there's that. As I said, I don't know about the ending. I mean, I haven't read the book. I just, the the whole I shine thing, I would rather it just be them together and accepting what's going to happen and then it just happened. Like, then she shines or whatnot. Shine. Or he just stabs her. Or just stabs her. Or just ah, something stabs you her. You put your knives down. Why wouldn't I just stab you? <laughs> you broke all Can, the mirrors you got. <laughs> I would also like a little explanation on where the unicorn came from. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came to save the star. Yeah, but then it didn't really save... It saved her and then it like took her to danger. Yeah, she didn't... The unicorn didn't died. know that. It didn't die. It died. When did it die? In the inn. I don't remember that. You, you see it on the ground in the background. Oh, who killed it? The witch. She burns down the whole thing. Yeah. And it, the unicorn... It didn't get out? No, I don't think it gets out. I have to rewatch. Um, yeah, because I'm pretty sure it just disappears. I, I thought it died. Because like, when, it, when it saves Tristan, it just disappears. It's no longer in the scene. Hmm. So. 
Yeah, it's just weird. Because then that's when they use the candle again to go to the, the sky. <laughs> so and I got stuck up in the clouds. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Yeah, it's better than just falling. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess. How so. would you get down? We just you just fucked. Oops. <laughs> well, way to go. <laughs> Well, this is in PG-13. Yeah. No, you got one. Yeah. You just screwed. Yeah. You got it. You know, she's a star, okay? She can just fall back down. No, she can't. She's still a human right now. She's a star. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that's, I mean, the big changes for me are more just the stylized of it. Yeah. I think keeping it in that kind of, definitely in that time period, because I think that's where it goes a little better. Mm-hmm. And, I just, I'd love to see the real contrast of his village being so ordinary and him feeling like that's what he's a part of. And then, yeah, that transformation into Mm -hmm. Stormhold. Stormhold. And it just being like this crazy, fantastical place. Yeah. How are you changing it? Is it in Texas? Is it with a gunslinging rabbi? No, 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 no gunslinging rabbi. That was your best one, by the way. (laughs) You keep saying that. I know. That's like really early on. That's kind of disappointing. (laughs) Um, No, I I wouldn't change it too, too much. I think I would just, I would want the director and set costume designer, like artistic director to just take their own like drastic spin on it. Like I want it Mm -hmm. to look different. I don't want it to look the same, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's a remake, but it's not a shot-for-shot shot exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would like the... I would like Stormholt to... Or Hold, whatever it is, to look drastically different, right? Like, to mm-hmm. the point where trees are... Di- like, I want it to look more like a fantasy world. Yeah. Right? I don't want it to just look like a different part of England with it's just you know, over the magic. wall. <laughs> so, how yeah. Come, how come they can only go through that one point... Like, the wall's not that tall. Just climb over it. Really? Yep. It's happening. It's because it's supposed to support Mimic Hadrian's wall, right? Sure. Never mind. <laughs> I uh, thought you at least would know that because you uh, grew up in that country. I just like bugging you. Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Hadrian's wall. Ugh. There's a there's a yeah, wall that was there's built. A, there's a wall yeah. that's built. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing it's supposed to mimic that. Was it not to keep the Scottish out? Or yeah. Am I thinking of a different wall? No, I think it was. Yeah, but again, it's not like the Great Wall of China. It's no. just a tiny little wall that they could easily just jump over. But yeah, well, you know. it's England. Everything is like tiny. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's not like it's everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, I don't know why we're so Texas <laughs> focused in this episode. I should have gone Texas route. Okay, this would have been a much funnier film. Yeah. But like I, I I do want it to be different. Like I wanted to. Look, I I liked the fact that the pirates look drastically different than the witches, and the witches look mm-hmm. drastically different than uh, the, the, the kingdom, yeah. right? Like I want, and I want to see more of it. I want them to go through a different village. I don't want them just walking through the woods all the time. Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Sit, so, like mm-hmm. maybe that inn can be in a town. She just takes over an inn instead of builds a new one. I don't know. I kind of like that idea where it's just in yeah, the middle then, of the road. It's like, wait, stay there. She's coming to you. Yes, I do too. But because of the fact that I want there be to be, I want him, Tristan, to see way more varied locations hmm. that I kind of want. Yeah. Anyway, I think you do that from the star, from them walking when he meets the star, Evane, hmm. to walking back. Also, like, speaking of the star, hmm. I don't want you to see her until Tristan gets there. Because, like, they show her landing, mm-hmm. they show her waking up and seeing the stone, and then the next time you see her, you see her waking up and seeing the stone, and then Tristan shows up in another scene later, and it's just like, why do we have to see her twice? Because we should get there, mm-hmm. and the audience and Tristan shouldn't know that she's the star until the conversation gets there, mm-hmm. right? Well, I still think you have the whole crashing into her and then, you know, where he's they like, don't... where's the rock? Where's the, where's the yeah. thing that fell? And she's like, um, yeah, it, yeah, it's here. Yeah. And yeah. you have that whole, wait, you? Yeah. Though, I, though that wouldn't be my first thought. No. I would think the jewel around her neck would be the no. first, my first thought would be, that's, oh, that's the star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we feel about him pretty much kidnapping her? I don't know. It was a pretty... 
rewatching it, I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know about this anymore. It's it's because it, I watch John Oliver mm-hmm. on HBO, and like he was talking. Trust me, this story will get there. Um, <laughs> he was talking about how much America doesn't know about its own history because of how things are taught. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things that somebody didn't know is because someone was talking about like some person on the street was talking about how George Washington got rid of all of his slaves. And then they were like, no, he totally didn't. And not only that, but his first slave, he owned at 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, you know, they, that, it brings new meaning to that story about him chopping down the cherry tree and telling his dad, I could, tell, I could never tell a lie. And then be like, congratulations, George. Here's a person. <laughs> and, like, that kind of reminded me of this. It's like, hi, Victoria. Happy birthday. Here's a person. Yeah. Like, Here's wait, your star. <laughs> it's a person. If you're Victoria, you'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yes, I'm the star. No, you're a crazy person. You gave me a crazy person. (laughs) You gave me a human. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's a little weird, but it goes with the whole fantasy thing. Mm, Yeah. And maybe not kidnap her. Like, maybe not saying, like, I'm going to give you to Victoria. Be like... Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you to Victoria and then you can go on your way. I need you right? to come with me because yeah. I need to prove to my love yeah. that you're the star and then I will give you the Babylon candle. Mm-hmm. So. Which apparently his mother just had another one. Well, it probably took her a while to find it, but she was a witch too. Was she a witch? She was just a princess. She worked for, she was tricked oh, to maybe. being the Whatever, witch's assistant. Yeah. Slave. <laughs> she was also the firstborn. Because she was Una. So you'd think Primus would be the first because he's the prime. Whatever. But he's the first son. Yeah, maybe. So she's the first daughter. Yeah. Also, I I didn't know this movie was directed by uh, Matthew Vaughn. No? No. I thought it was directed by somebody else. No, no, it is Matthew. Yeah, you're right. I put the wrong name on the sheet that I sent you. Yeah. That's from the last week. (laughs) Um, But no, it's Matthew Vaughn, which was the same guy who did... uh, X-Men? X-Men. Uh, first Class. Yeah. And Kick-Ass, right? I believe. I'm gonna look I don't up. know. Your internet's being crappy today. Yeah. Um, but yes. But yeah, he. I was kind of surprised when I saw that. I'm like, oh, it's Matthew mm-hmm. Vaughn. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes sense that the guy who plays Primus, um, Jason Fleming was in it because he likes working with him. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, producer. Yeah, Kick-Ass. He produced Kick-Ass. So. Oh, he also did Fantastic Four. Oh. Oh. Well, his. It doesn't matter which Fantastic Four it is. Both of them yeah. have gone down. Hold on. So, director. He's directed nine things. Ooh. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Oh, he did Layer Cake, which is probably where he met um, Serena Miller. Uh, Stardust, Kick Ass, X Men First Class, Kingsman, both of them. Yes, the Kingsman is. And the remember. Kingsman. He's, yeah, he's doing the new one, isn't he? Yeah. Or the King's Man, sorry. Yeah. So I think he's a good director. I, I like, agree. Out of all that things I just listed, I'd say uh, First Class is probably the least good of all those films. True. Though the Golden Circle wasn't as good as the original Kingsman. No. But the original Kingsman was just such a change to what we had seen before. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Shall we get going? I believe we shall. Shall we start with Serena Miller? Sienna Miller? I was saying her name wrong. You didn't correct me. Why didn't you correct me? I'm just staring at you, watching you. You're supposed to correct me. I thought we were doing the king first, but we're going into Victoria, right? Yeah, she's like nothing. Yes. (laughs) She's the the king? The king is way more important than she is. It's one scene! Yeah, whatever. The king's cool. It's Peter Peter O'Toole. O'Toole. It's Lawrence. Okay. So, do you want to start with Peter O'Toole? No, we'll start with Victoria. Okay. So, Sienna Miller. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing her in Layer Cake as well as this movie, and I think that's about it. I cannot think of any movies of her. <laughs> Sorry. I remember, like, when this movie came out and when Layer Cake came out, like, there was this talk about her being the next, like, it girl in Hollywood, and it just didn't didn't work. That happens to a lot, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, why don't you go first? Okay. I went with 
I think it's Anya. Anya? Anya? Anya probably sounds better. Anya Chalrota? Oh. Chal... Charlotte? Nope. I have no idea how to pronounce this name at all. She plays Yennefer in The Witcher. Oh, okay. The Witcher Netflix series. Got it. So she plays the Yennefer character. Okay. Who I kind of went because she kind of plays this badass bitch character. Yeah. Definitely does. Well, when she's not a humpback. (laughs) But but she does kind of play that like super posh and kind of almost stuck up version of that. Mm -hmm. She does. So that's kind of what I want with my Victoria's. And again, these are all voiceovers, so it doesn't matter how they decide to portray them. No, I guess that's true, yeah. So, but mine are all somewhat British people. So, yeah. Who'd you have? Um, I picked Olivia Holt. Sounds familiar, but can't think of it. She's more recently, she plays Dagger in Cloak and Dagger, that Marvel show. Um, She also does a lot of voice work, which is kind of why I picked her. I recognize her from other things, but I picked her mostly because she looks like she has that blonde. She can be that. Stuck up. I went away from the blonde. Stuck up. Well, mine's live action, right? Yeah. So. This girl, like, the fact that she just walks into a shop and just, like, walks to the front of the line. It's like, hey, get me this and this and this and then walk me home. Yeah. And you lost your job. You're a bitch. (laughs) And then. I wanted one of the old ladies to say that. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's like old school England. So. Yeah. So. They would bust out the C word. No, never bust up. No, it's England. It's England. Yeah, it's a little different over there. So. I didn't say it. Nope. I'm not the one swearing on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to say that on this podcast. No. Um, okay. Next. Peter O'Toole? Peter O'Toole. Old man Lawrence? Lawrence of Arabia. Come uh, on. That was one of the best movies we watched last season. It was. It was a great film. Just a little long. Three hours. Three and a half hours. I don't even remember what happened as much. I just remember him on a camel. Yeah. Lots of really open shots. Oh, yeah. Some great shots. I remember those. That one lens that was only ever used for one shot. And then Alec Guinness. And Alec Guinness. Playing an Arabian. (laughs) It happens. It was the time. It was the time. So, um, I guess I'll go first. Yep. I went with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> okay. Like, I know he's not British, but, like, he has that voice, that calming, awesome, like... And, like, the way they have Peter O'Toole just deliver these lines is, like, you know, when I was a kid, I had killed... When I became king, I had killed, <laughs> killed all, all of my, my brothers, brothers and sisters uh, before. Hey, Primus, go out and look o- out there. <laughs> and then it looks at Septimus. <laughs> 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 And then who's the the next one who comes up behind Septimus and is like, and the Septimus looks at. I think that's uh, that's Tertius. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He barely says anything in the whole movie, so yeah. And then dies by killing the, by drinking the wrong. He dies by well, no, he dies. He dies by drinking the right one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's the bishop that dies by drinking Drink the, the wrong, wrong one. one. So. <laughs> I like that scene because Mark Strong acts like he's dead and laughs at his brother. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, who did you have as the Morgan king? Freeman. Morgan I can just, Freeman. I'm just imagining his voice, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, That's why yeah. I put him there, right? So, I went with a Bond. Can you guess which Bond? Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan. No, he's a little younger than Timothy Dalton. Yes. Well, there's only two to pick from, because you didn't pick Daniel Craig. No. <laughs> no, I went with Timothy Dalton. I think he has that he has that very posh older um British voice mm-hmm. that I think for the role of this king, just having him deliver those lines and be like, Yes. <laughs> Delivering yeah. the lines like Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the only line he needs to deliver. No, but I think he could do this easily, like, dying king, and then just yeah. be like, Timothy Dalton? Mm-hmm. It's like one of those Though, one of the things, I didn't talk about this when I did mine, I want the narrator to be the king. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, the narrator was Ian McKellen, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Which is great. the narrator should have been the king, 
like having Peter O'Toole for these two seconds was a little much. But yes, I want my narrator to be the king. Sorry, I didn't mention mm-hmm. that. So either that or Shakespeare. Yeah, but I just think it's interesting from the king because like yeah. it's the story of choosing the new king. Yeah. Right. So killing all your brothers. Yeah. Okay. Next, we're gonna go with Prince Secundus. Second. 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 Um, who I really just put on here because I really like Rupert Everett as an actor. I think he's funny. I've always thought he was funny. I remember seeing first time I ever saw him was in My Best Friend's Wedding, starring Julia Roberts. Wow, that's going back. But yeah, yes, that's I remember 90s that movie. movie, right? Yeah. Like, and you know he was the gay best friend, and he was just so funny in that. And then he, there are these two really really stupid comedies out of England called Saint Trinians and Saint Trinians Two. Um, about this school called St. Trinian's, a school, a girl's school, and he plays the female headmaster, and it he is so funny, so funny, and it's so dumb. Um, but yeah, I like Rupert Everett. Who is your secundus? I want Matt Smith. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was that or David Tennant, and I was like, I picked David Tennant enough. Let's but get Matt Smith in here. That's a little interesting. Why? Did you? I, I picked Arthur Darvel. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. So we got the Doctor and uh, Rory. And Rory, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah I, went with, I went with kind of in the same direction. I wanted someone who was kind of a character. Well, for me, it was kind of more of a character actor. Mm-hmm. Right? Like someone not as big because he's not in for very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I thought it'd be fun to throw him in there. Yeah. I, again, that's kind of why I went with Matt Smith because... Yeah, you don't get him for very long. Like. No, and I also wanted I wanted the brothers to be a little more diverse. Hence mm-hmm. the reason why also Morgan Freeman's the dad, yeah. right? Like so, Arthur Darvel's this redhead, and you'll see my other two siblings later on. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of other siblings, other siblings. So what? the one we get the we get the second most of, I guess, Prince Primus. The the one the bishop really wants because he would actually be the first good king. <laughs> Which is a really mean thing Which to say. Kind of, well, I like that Sept- Septus, Septimus, Septimus comes in and he's like, seriously? Like, come on. We're right here. Yeah. No. Um, so this was originally played by Jason Fleming. Yeah. Who is, again, like, if you may not know the name, but You'd if you recognize. saw this guy and ever watched a British movie, he's probably in it. This guy is in so many movies. Um, it's it's just it's crazy. Yeah, like, it's really really nuts how often I see his face in movies. I'm trying to um, think of the one because there's at least one movie that when I think of him, it always comes up. But because uh, like he was even in, he was even in Kickass. Yeah, like he plays like the first guy that Hit Girl shoots in that. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's just see. So well, he was he was Doctor Henry Jekyll in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's where I'm remembering him from. Yeah. Yeah, he's been 100, 136 things as an actor. Yeah. So Ooh, he did well. he's been in been in a lot of things, and there are a lot of small parts. Like hmm. I'm not saying they're like he's always a big actor. I don't think he's ever been a leading man in anything. No, but I don't. The fact that this dude just works. Like yeah. he's well, he's one of those guys that I think they get. Oh, he was in X Men First Class. He was Azazel. I did not even know that. Oh, I do. I remember looking that up. Yeah. When I was going through my IMDb. So there you go. There's him in another Matt Vaughn. Yeah. Lobby Goon in Kick Ass. Hmm. <laughs> when, you don't, Goon. when you don't know what to name your character. Well, again, he, like, he's just. He's when, a good when, background character. When, when, Kick, when a Hit Girl comes in and, mm-hmm. in that schoolgirl outfit and out of the rain, it, like. He's the one who gets the silence for putting his mouth and then shot. Yeah. And that's it. That's the, he's done. So. Gets his paycheck, goes home, goes to the next movie. Yeah. Okie dokie. Who'd you have? Um, I had Idris Elba. Damn you. Yeah. I can use you, him still. You, you throw him back at me like this. <laughs> this isn't fair. Well, wait till Jack Black comes up later. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He'd be perfect for this role. No, no, it's Tristan. <laughs> This, this is an entirely different movie now. <laughs> All right. Well, Hass is gone. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. No, I, Idris Elba is just so good. And the fact, I just, 
I think it would be very funny for him to play this part. Like, I actually had him for Shakespeare for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I wanted my brothers to be a little more diverse, I moved moved things around. But mm-hmm. I think he'd be so good. And just imagine, you know, him in the tub and then becoming a ghost with just something over. Like, it's just... Just bubbles over him. Stupid and funny and, you know, I think he plays so serious characters most of the time that Mm -hmm. it'd be fun just to see him in this kind of like dumb role. Like not, but you know what I mean. No, I know. So also, did you get the image or the, the idea that maybe Jason Fleming doesn't know how to ride a horse? Because they put him on a carriage. They put him on a carriage. Possible. Right? Because, like... But then he talks about how his father is like, this was actually his carriage. Yeah, I know, but, like... My father once rode a camel. And now I just got that. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Jeez, why did I not pick that up? (laughs) You did. You just picked it up. I know, but it's been a while. Yeah. But I guess... Just watched Lawrence last year for the first Mm -hmm. time, so, yes. So, but, yeah. Uh, I just think like, I just thought that when like they're they're doing that awesome like with the music in this movie was mm-hmm. just spectacular and like the you know Septimus is riding with his goons and his horses and then Primus is just by himself in a carriage in a carriage and like uh... <laughs> <laughs> like he should at least had people driving him if they were going to do a carriage not or he's driving somebody but yeah he wasn't he no. didn't have anybody so yeah who was uh my Primus who's your Primus. I went with... Uh, Do you remember Primus, the band? I want to say yes. I'm going to look him up. You, you keep talking. Up. I went with uh, Iden Gillen. Gillen? Gillian? I cannot pronounce these people's names, and they're British people. He played Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. Okay. So he has a pretty... I mean, his normal voice, I think he has a pretty strong Irish accent. But mm. we've seen him as the kind of cunning sniveling little finger stupid little finger but uh that's why i know their name okay primus did a song back in 1995 called winona's big brown beaver big big brown beaver do you want to try that one more time winona's big brown beaver there you go do you remember that song no okay it's very funny look it up it's actually about a beaver okay (laughs) i'm 100 on you on that one (laughs) anyways so, anyways, I want to um, see, and I've seen him in other things where he. Back well, he, to, he back did a pretty Iden. good American accent in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Right? I was so. going to say, he's been in a few other things, and I kind of want to see him as this. Because we see him as, yeah, in Game of Thrones is what he'll be probably known for for a while, but I want to see him as this goody two shoes brother that wants to be yeah. king. So. so. Yeah, he does a lot of bad guys. He does a lot of bad guys. But he has that kind of, sorry to say, he has that kind of face mm-hmm. no. where you're like, ah, he looks it's like fine. a snitch. It's like Willem Dafoe. Mm, true. Right. Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe is always a good bad guy. Right. Or, or even when he's not a bad guy, he's not a good guy. No. Right. So speaking of Willem Dafoe, just because I just found out about this recently, so I'm going to give it, and it does have movie related things. Uh, when he played the cop in American Psycho. Okay. During the scenes where he's in- interrogating Christian Bale at the office, they had him film it three times. And they had it film him where he completely believes the story that he's getting, where he kind of does it when he's just like neutral, and then when he definitely doesn't believe him. And then they intercut those reactions into that scene, which is why it looks so weird. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I thought that was a really good way of showing, like, how this is maybe in... In like a, Christian Bale's own mind, and like, why do people act like this? And say Patrick Bates is that his character? Uh, Patrick Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Bates was the Bates uh, Motel. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, shall we do Shakespeare? You want to shake your spear at? <laughs> yeah. Ah, Robert I'm, De Niro. I'm thinking great American, great British playwright. They're thinking Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Robert De Niro. I thought he, he was killed this role. so good at this. <laughs> I like, just... I think Robert De Niro is, he is an amazing, amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Like, we did Heat last year, and he did so good in that. And him, so, obviously we put him and Al Pacino kind of in the same camp. Yeah. Right? 
Although Pacino has gone one way. I think they both have. I think they've both kind of become parodies of themselves. Well, yeah, And I guess Robert so De Niro, bit. definitely less so. Yeah. Right? But I think... Think as, you know, as good of actors as they are, and they are still really, really good actors, they only put out really, really good movies occasionally now. Where back in the day when they were starting out, mm. they were putting constantly good movies out there. Right? Like yeah, movie after is... movie was like a hit and like really, really good and... This is like the first one, I mean, probably for me, this is probably the first one I can ever remember of De Niro playing almost, a, no, I don't want to say a comedy role, because it's kind of, but it's a comedy it is. role. Yeah. He's not a, a street thug or... No. Though, yeah. Though apparently he's like, I know it's not really about comedy, but the the King of Comedy movie where he was in, hmm. he apparently was different, but that was basically the story of the Joker. Mm-hmm. We should do that movie one day. One day. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Robert De Niro was so, so good in this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's your turn. So I was like trying to figure out what actor I could get who could portray the gruff, piratey lightning catcher and then could go completely 180 on it. And so I'm. Oh. <laughs> I went with Wolverine himself. I went with Hugh Jackman. Because Hugh Jackman can do the rough and gruff. We've seen him. But he can totally flip it. Because we know he's a musical guy, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like it would just be the easiest thing to have him, his voice. Cause, but totally keep the Australian voice. Why not? Yeah. I don't know if he has much of an Australian accent anymore. Yeah. He's been here... In America long enough. I'm sure you don't... If he went back for a while, he would oh, I'm get sure. it back. But I still remember one of the greatest and funniest interviews is Liam Neeson and um, Pierce Brosnan yeah. did a movie together called Seraphim Falls where they were playing cowboys who were chasing each other. Um, but they did interviews together. And the two of them together in a room was so Irish, it hurt. <laughs> Like, it was just crazy how much that just them being together just amplified their accents. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I was looking up for uh, Secundus, I was looking up Game of Thrones actors because I had the guy that was playing Podrick mm-hmm. originally in that role before I went with uh, Littlefinger instead. And I was, I just did like, it was the interview where they were all talking about who should be on the Iron Throne. And the guy that does Podrick, I was like, holy crap he has a really thick irish accent and it's like <laughs> i could not tell and then same with everybody else they start talking and you're like wow yeah yeah it's crazy but yes hugh jackman captain okay. shakespeare's how do you replace robert de niro i had to go with somebody that you know can do the uh, yep but then can also flip it right mm-hmm. so who'd you have uh, for Shakespeare, mm-hmm. um, I went with David Tennant. Yeah, there you go. Because of his role as um, Crowley in Good Omens, which right. is another Neil Gaiman property. Yes. Um, it's because of him just being that fun-loving devil, literally. Like, <laughs> um, like he is like this bad guy who just wants to have fun. And he wasn't a bad guy. But you know what I mean. He was trying to stop the end of the world. You know what I mean. I know what he you mean. He was a demon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and Aziraphale was an angel. I still like the... Wait, so he's flooding the world and he's killing all those people? You sure that's not one of our plans? <laughs> <laughs> it, what, nope, it's uh, God's will. <laughs> what, what are they doing to him? What, what was he talking about? Oh, he said to love and uh, cherish each other. Yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> I love that. That that show is amazing. And again, yeah. Neil Gaiman. He has a great sense of humor and a great sense mm. of world building. So, um, but yeah, I thought it'd be fun to just put him in this as... I, I was going to, and then I realized, realized yeah. I've cast him a bunch of times. Yeah, so it's I, like, have, I have too, but... I was like, I'm going to go with Matt Smith this time. Yeah. Almost like Christopher Eccleston, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> just cast all the Doctor Who's. Yeah, put them all in a room together. Let's see how. It'd be pretty fun. It would. Yeah. Oh well. We should do a movie worth like, we should do the Seven Samurai, 
and then just cast all Doctor Who's. <laughs> this is all the living Doctor Who's. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> Can they all still be samurais, though? Yeah, sure, why not? Yes. Yeah, that won't be that won't be controversial at all. All these white people. Let's just give them yellow face and everything. They already remade Seven Samurai. Yeah, but as a Western. So, yeah. We're making it as a fantasy. Okay. Prince Septus. Septimus? I keep saying it wrong. Yeah. So, Septimus. Originally played by Mark Strong. I, again, I think this was the first movie I ever saw Mark Strong in, and I really loved him. And then when he became the bad guy in the first... Uh, Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed that he wasn't Moriarty because he would have been a great Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then in him in Green Lantern, I know we don't talk about that. We don't and talk then, about that. And then so many other roles, him in Rock and Rolla with Guy Ritchie. Even him in Kingsman. Kingsman, yeah. Where he's Merlin. not the bad guy. Yeah, as Merlin. Oh, and then Golden Circle. Yeah, he dies. No. So what's, that, what's that song he sings? Uh, Take with, Me Home, yeah, Country Road. Yeah. He does, and he does it in his super thick accent. It's so good. <laughs> um, so, I needed somebody strong. Mm-hmm. I needed somebody who doesn't play a bad guy a lot. Mm. So, I picked Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> we really got to stop doing this. Why? When it's not the same person. Not no. the same role. True. But, like, I... I did like the moment I started watching this movie I'm like I really want Hugh Jackman to play this part right to be honest it's this is going to sound really weird but it's the flowing coats and the angry face Mm -hmm. and like I just want Wolverine to do this yeah right so and like the one thing I always remember is that shot of him throwing the runes up in the air yeah and like are you working for my my brother and like how they shot that was so well done and so dramatic so, yeah, I, Hugh Jackman, yeah, you, you said all we, you know, can say about him. He's such a, he's, he's such very a, versatile. Yeah. He's such a good actor. He's done so many, so many different things. Um, and yeah, I just want to keep, keep seeing him and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is your Septimus? So. David Tennant. David Tennant. <laughs> nope. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were doing it as a joke. No, I went with, I went with Benedict Cumberbatch. Again, for voice, because mm-hmm. I'm using the voices. So, like, he he has a range, too, of course. We've seen him with Sherlock, Doctor Strange, Smog. 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 Yeah, well, Avatar. Avatar. On the Avatar. <laughs> Smog. Um... You know, I almost picked uh, the person who played Katara in that stupid movie for uh, Victoria. Oh, yeah. Just because I'm like, she doesn't really do much. And I'm like, no, wait, you know what? She's a terrible actress. She, she doesn't I deserve. Don't, I don't want her in anything. She doesn't deserve to be in Stardust. Yeah. None of those people deserve. Well, maybe Dev Patel. He needs to redeem himself. He has. He has. He definitely has. And um, the guy that played Iroh, who, his name escapes me. Oh, the guy who played Jensen? Yeah. Well, he re- he'd already redeemed himself after that. Yeah. He redeemed himself in Iron Man. Yes, of course. Which was way after that. Yeah. So. so, But yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, he has that really distinct voice. Mm-hmm. He can be that really gruff and, I guess, kind of that Sherlock where he just thinks he's better than everybody else, everybody else in the room mm-hmm. and more intelligent. So I kind of really wanted that in the voice for Septimus. Just be like, yeah, well, I've killed like four of the brothers so far, so. And pushed. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, which one does he push out? He pushes uh, Secundus out. Oh, Secund- no, who died? Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, Rupert Everett. The, the third one dies from uh, poisoning. Yeah, and then Tertius dies from poisoning. Yeah, Tertius. So, oh. yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Smog. Smog. Cool. All right. Um, on next on the our list, Michelle Pfeiffer. Miss Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman herself, or Janet? Is it Janet? No, Janet. <laughs> no, what's ah? Uh, what's uh Hank Pym's wife? Janet. Is it Janet, Janet? Van Dyne? Thank you. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember if Janet was <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer or uh, 
No, there's something going on outside. Something's going on outside. I don't know if anybody can hear that, but yeah, if you Anyways. can, we're apologize. We apologize. But Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing. Oh yeah, she's like I've mentioned this before because we've recast her before, haven't we? We've recasted her in something. Yeah, or uh, we've talked about her. Before. Yeah, we've talked. We've definitely talked about her. Um, she is barn on probably my favorite Catwoman. Like I don't, I don't know. You could pick a better Catwoman than Michelle I, Pfeiffer. I give you that one. Like, I think Anne Hathaway could have been a great Catwoman in a better movie. Not that that movie's bad. It just does not hold up to Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Um, and you know, you go back to the you know Julie Newmars and Eartha Kitts. Yeah. Like they're great, but they're a very different Catwoman. But I Tim Burton, Tim Burton with was Michelle amazing. Pfeiffer. Like she was so good. That awesome outfit, like the way she would just deliver her lines in this mm-hmm. kind of cat. Like you, the, I know it sounds weird, but like a cat sounding human voice, like you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess, guess is it me or you? I think I'm up because right. I did yeah. Cumberbatch last. Who did you pick? Who was another Game of Thrones actress? Lena Headey. Yep. But also, um, we're getting very close. One of us is for not you being able to use her anymore. I haven't I know used I've... her at all. Okay, because I've used her a couple uh, of times. I looked it up yeah. in mine. I was like, yeah. I haven't used her yet. Yeah. Not just Game of Thrones, but uh, 300, mm. which she did a Brothers great... Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. I don't remember the Brothers Grimm as well, <laughs> but 300, let's go with that. Dread 3D. Okay. Who's Mama? Oh, yeah. Still don't think I've seen Dread. God, you need to see Dread. I know you keep telling me this. We, we talked about this like a couple weeks ago. But she's a great actress. Oh yeah, and she can play. We, we all know she can play that really nasty mm-hmm. woman, Cersei, mm-hmm. who deserved to die a horrible death and didn't. a better death. A, she deserved to die a better death. A better death. She yeah. should have just been stabbed by her brother. Yes. And then toasted on dragon fire. But again, that's that's. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta credit um, Lena, Lena, Lena. I think it's Lena. Lena. We'll go with Lena. I think it's Lena Heady. Yeah. I could be wrong. Heady. It could be Lena Hetty. Sean Bond. Sheen Bean. <laughs> but you credit her on that. Like she created, just like you credit the actor that played Joffrey. Like you. That was an amazing performance the, that you the, hated them. The fact that we wanted her to have a better death yeah. says a lot for the fact that she was an amazingly well-written character and played amazingly well. Yes. Yeah. So I want to see that kind of portrayal in this, yeah. like, this witch that has lived for so long. She she blew up an entire church for a wedding because she didn't like the people. Mm-hmm. Like... She was evil. <laughs> she, she, yeah, very much so. Yeah, in green fire. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, let's talk about the special effects because we didn't talk about it earlier. <laughs> See, I didn't notice them being that bad. I, I just they, they looked a little too. They almost looked a little too early two thousand. Yeah, like there was CGI. definitely some compositing weirdness to them, but nowhere near as bad as like Dragonheart. No. Yeah. But so. still, it was just a little. Oh, it was couple, more of like when, things could when she was like when they're all surrounded by the green fire when she's coming mm-hmm. close to them at the end like they have a little bit of green on them but they have a lot of green on them like mm-hmm. the Libya but see that's the problem with fire right fire is so bright that it just kind of blows out a camera so you have to yeah but it it just parts of the CGI just still looked a little off for me yeah but we can fix that mm. plus it mine's animated so it doesn't, doesn't matter. Really matter okay it's not easy to animate fire though. No. So. Yeah, they can do it. I'm Who's sure your... oh, they definitely can. I'm just saying it's not easy. Who was yours? So, uh... I went a little differently than you because of the fact that my, the way I see Lamia, the character's mm-hmm. name, um, I see her as this obviously older woman who's still very attractive and that's a very important part of her character. Mm-hmm. So I picked an older woman who is also very attractive. And mm-hmm. I went with Gillian Anderson. Who is also amazing. Who has been in so many TV shows and a few movies in the past. Uh, mostly TV shows. Who she does, she's doing some remarkable work recently. 
uh, being in Hannibal, and I think she's in that sex education show on Netflix. Um, but she is just a remarkably talented actress. And I think having her with this old makeup on, and then I think she can do that kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. Gillian Anderson. Scully. Yeah, from the 90s. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah. Still a very attractive woman. Yeah. Okay. Tristan. Tristan Thorne. Played by Charlie Cox. The Cho- only Cho- time I remember Charlie Cox, other than her. Other than Matt Murdock? Matt Murdock, who apparently <laughs> yeah. is rumored to be in the next Spider Man. Yes, of course he is. I really want to see that. I don't even care if he's not Daredevil. I just want to see him be Peter Parker's attorney. Because for some reason he can't afford anything better because, you know, it's not like Tony Stark cared about him. Mm. Well, he left him a freaking weaponized satellite. Yeah, he didn't care about him at all. Yeah, geez. He left him a weaponized satellite. But not like billions of dollars in his account. <laughs> I was like his, his second son. His Second only son? son? His only son. He had a daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So. Charlie Cox. Besides, all the money would have gone to Pepper. Yeah, well, Pepper can not be a bitch. She can share. <laughs> well, no, just like, because it was... <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, the way wills and stuff work, all the money should have gone to Pepper. Who then would have given it, you know, treated her... Morgan? What's yes, name? Morgan. It was yeah. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Morgan Stark, because that was the name of Pepper's uncle. Yeah. I just like it took me a couple of viewings of those two movies to realize that. I had to watch them back to back yeah. before I realized that it was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that she was pregnant in in um Infinity War. So Okay. So mm-hmm. it's my turn, right? Who's your Tristan? So actually when I picked this, it wasn't because of this. But speaking of the sex education show on Netflix, I picked Asa Butterfield. Mostly because he is one of the nerdiest looking men <laughs> on the planet. And I mean that is no disrespect to Mr. Butterfield. No, he, he does look He is a nerdy. very, very talented actor. Um, and I think the fact that you need that transition, right? Yes. Like. Charlie Cox did it very, very well in this, where he looks like this shop boy, which mm-hmm. is what they call him, at the beginning. And then by the time he's, you know, in that outfit at the end and being all cocky and being all confident, like... Yeah, even the way he walks. And... Yeah, it's very, very different. Yeah. Like, and I think you need to have that. And I think someone who starts off the first way and transitions to the second is easier to do than someone who starts off... Like, if the actor is cocky and confident yeah it's not going to be as easy to play nerdy and weird mm-hmm. right so yeah okay who do you have speaking of kingsman <laughs> i'm with taron egerton because he can speaking of starting off cocky and confident <laughs> <laughs> well okay but he also like he he does have the range too and i was thinking back to and hugh jackman and Hugh. they both played in eddie the eagle together Yes. Did you forget about that movie? I, I actually did. <laughs> and then you've said it. Now that, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, that was the, not the, the intention of the that ski time. jumper. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm great on this. No, but I was thinking more of his role in The Dark Crystal. Oh, yeah. Because he did that voiceover work, right? And where he could play, uh, he played Rain? Ran? Ran? I think it was Rain. R-A-A-N-R-I. The main character. Arguably. One of them. Yeah. There's a couple in there. But, like, his ability to do the voiceover work there, and then, of course, the Kingsman, and then uh, Rocket Man, and all that. Like, he's got he was that. such a good Elton John. But he, and especially in the Kingsman, he has that confident and cocky attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I want it to go, but you can start it off in that very... But for Kingsman, at the very least, he starts off the movie as this over... cockney... Yeah cockney street kid and then finishes yeah. it off as this upper class gentleman yeah. like his accent changes right mm-hmm. so so i think he can transition well mm-hmm. at least for voice because again voiceover work i don't mm-hmm. care about how they have to act and do all that i just want his voice to be good yeah so 
Taryn Egerton. Okay. Last but not least, Yvain yeah. herself. The star. Miss Claire Danes. Star of Romeo and Juliet. And other things. Homeland. <laughs> Homeland and... I have to say this. One of the worst actresses for crying. She has the dumbest crying face. I'm sorry, Claire Danes. She looks like she's actually crying. But You it just, don't look pretty when you cry. No, but it's just so <laughs> ugly looking. I'm sorry. It makes me laugh whenever I watch it. And I'm just like, I know I shouldn't be, but it's just terrible. Oh, yeah. I, per- I forgot she was in my so-called life. Okay. Way back in the day. It was a TV show. Yes. Yeah, uh, she was in Homeland. Yes, in Homeland. Um, I remember first seeing her uh, in Little Women from the 90s with Renona right. Ryder. Um, she played Beth. Ooh. So. Really? You don't know? No. You need more culture, man. I Never mind. We're not going to talk about this. You just said you hate books. <laughs> I didn't say I hate books. I just have a hard time reading books. No, you said you hated books at no, the beginning didn't. of the podcast. When? It's Rewi- not recorded. Re- rewind it. <laughs> uh, we'll rewind it later. Um... Yeah, she's, I mean, I think I I recall most Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I forgot she was in Princess Mononoke as well. Yeah, she did one of the voices. She, she did the main she Mononoke. Mononoke, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, she had an actual name. San. Yeah. 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 So, yay, Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. <laughs> Do you want to? Claire Danes. I don't want to continue. I'm going to keep talking about this. <laughs> Just go. Just, just keep it, just ignore it and you just go. Who's your Claire Danes? Who's your Yvain? <laughs> Shut up and go. I'm sorry. I went with Emma Watson. Oh, did you too? Yes. Yes. We need to coordinate this better. At least I got to go first this time. But you probably picked her for the same reason. Exactly. Her attitude. Her attitude, her, her voice, the way she can hold herself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I picked her because of her attitude. The way she is just kind of like, no, this is not how things work. Like, you yeah. have to do better. Like, yeah. like, she, yeah, it's, I'm trying to think of the right word. It, it's that kind of really Hermione. Gotta, yeah, I really got to start picking two people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already had the problem where we've picked the same actors back to back weeks. Yeah, I don't think that is going to happen again. No. Well, it might actually. I don't Probably. know about last, I don't know about next week, but yeah, I, she's remarkable. She's great. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I picked her for that because Yvain has that just like yeah that kind of attitude to her. Like, like I've been watching humans for yeah eons, and yeah. the only thing that makes it bearable is love. Yeah, and people falling over because that's hilarious. See, the, when <laughs> when she said that, you know, the only reason you know one of the greatest things to watch is people falling in love. I'm like, you know, there's that one star up there. who's like, Oh yeah. I just like when people hurt each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come quick. They fell down the stairs. No, no. I'm talking about like real, like wars Whoa. and stuff. Like there's that gotta be that one star up there. It's who's the just, red star. Who's just there. an ass. <laughs> just like, Oh yeah. Oh, oh, they're going yeah. to war. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's a world war. <laughs> Got even better. It gets all super happy when nukes start flying. <laughs> Oh, they're lighting it up. I'm shining even brighter today. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. A bad part of the Milky Way. So, that is a terrible way to end this podcast. <laughs> but let's... Emma Watson. Yeah. Emma well, Watson. we agreed. So, when they recast this movie, Emma Watson just apparently has to be in it. Apparently. Okay. Well, so. Where can they find us, Hassa? Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, we are Recasted Podcast. On Twitter, we are at Recasted Pod. Please, 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 come talk to us. We're here for you. Um, currently, we are trying. <coughs> you can also listen to us on Spotify and <laughs> iTunes while Hassid dies. Um, sorry, we are currently switching over podcast hosts. So bear with us a little bit. Um, we might end up having to just leave the archive on one and put any all the new stuff on the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's complicated. We apologize to our audience of three, um, who probably includes Whoa. my wife. Uh, There's at least four people. <laughs> but no, if if you do if you do listen to us, 
thank you for listening. But yeah, we're we're trying to make it better for you. We're we're getting there. Yeah. We're only oh jeez, man, we're at like seventy nine episodes. This, this yeah, is episode twenty two. Yeah. Of this season. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy four. Yeah. I think we had fifty two episodes last year. Okay, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on the Canuck Comic Guy store mm-hmm. at Etsy. Check me out. Got okay. some stuff. We're in the process of making a recasted table, which will probably go up on our Facebook page once it's finished and completed. You're going to pick that up, right? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> Came off your table anyways. Um, and you can follow Danielle on Instagram at Fiona Beer. So it's F-I-O-N-A-V-E-E-R. Um, she puts a lot, put, posts a lot of pictures of baking stuff and things she cooks for me and other people. I'm just going to say this. We suck at speaking today for some reason. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch The Last Unicorn.